Welcome to Melanated Faith, a podcast about faith and culture. On this podcast, you're going to hear the truth spoken, the tea spilled, and pop culture explored by your co-host, Faith and Catherine. My name is Faith. I am a social worker, a writer, and the director of programs for Be The Bridge. I love travel, justice, and being an auntie. My name is Catherine. I'm a lawyer, teacher, and writer, and lover of Jesus, Justice, and Beyonce. Hey. And welcome to the show. This is a special edition in honor of our friend Tasha Morrison's book, Be the Bridge, Pursuing God's Heart for Racial Reconciliation. We thought we would give you a little taste of her book, give you some of our thoughts, and why you should purchase it. Let's dive in. Okay, sis, chapter one. The title is A Posture of Humility. And so in this chapter, Latasha is talking about how white people approach this conversation about race, but also people of color. But it's kind of just giving people a little bit of a heads up on what kind of a posture that you need to have when you're ready to start talking about racial reconciliation and justice. And that you really have to enter the conversation with a posture of humility. Now, let's just talk about how we know that is so hard for people to have a posture of humility. Because in today's culture, everybody's an expert. Everybody has their own source of information. So, girl, you don't know what's out here in the Lord's Internet. People just be coming with all kinds of things. So, yeah, I think for this conversation, I love that she starts the book off this way um, because I really think it matters for how you even enter into this conversation, how productive the conversation will be when you're engaging in reconciliation. Um, I think because if you're coming from a place of arrogance or know-it-all, I think it's you always want to come into any conversation um, as a humble learner because you don't know it all. And I think if you come in with arrogance, I think it makes it hard. Defenses go up. And then we just start arguing and people get cut off. And, you know, we don't want that. We want to be, you know, in community. Yes, yes. And this subject has, I feel like, become even harder to talk about um, when you are on the Internet. You know, that's when all the Internet activists and the Twitter activists, as I like to say, it, you know, everybody just is everyone. You know, I really like to frame it. Keyboard activism. OK, we're in the age of keyboard activism. Um, Twitter fingers. Twitter fingers. As, as our friend Drake would say. Twitter fingers. Everybody's got Twitter fingers. Everybody is ready with something. Um, So it's really difficult to have these conversations. And sometimes I feel like it's even difficult for people to want to listen because everybody has something to say and everybody's clamoring for somebody to listen to them. So when we talk about this and how she starts off the book, it just made me think like, whoo, set them up, set the people up for the truth. Give them the truth. Let them know what they need to hear. Come in with humility, my God. I Yes, let let the church say amen. I just think that, yeah, I mean, I think even as a person of color, um, sometimes that can be hard because you want to come in with your own experience, which is all very valid. But I think also, too, for us, she kind of checked me, myself, and I. I felt a little, you know, um, called to the carpet of just, yeah, there's a tendency even for us to come in um, ready to kind of just, girl, I'm going to give it to you. Um, and I think even for us, like that's probably not always the most productive way to enter a conversation. 
Yeah. And the fact that, you know, as people of color, we we're not experts on other people's um, experiences, you know, so I do I am not an expert on what it is like to be um, an Asian person, specifically an Asian American person. So I cannot claim to be an expert or know or not sit in humility as a listener when I need to be learning from my Asian brothers and sisters. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah, I was if I was like, oh, I know it all. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know about your experience. I just, you know, I've got it down. I mean, that's and I wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. And I think the fair thing is to just go in and admit, like, we all have blind spots, you know, with the, you know, and like the idea, I think even for Christians, you know, like with Jesus is our example, right? Like he was a servant. He served his disciples. This is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And if he can get on his hands and knees and wash people's feet, like then who are we to say, like, I can't offer you a kindness or I can't be willing to sit and learn and listen to someone who may have a different experience. Exactly. That's why I love how this sets the whole book up is that we all have something to learn. We all have to do some listening. We all have to do some digging. We all have our stuff. So to so we can no one can come through in, into this conversation about race, talking about race, racism as like I'm an expert. I have nothing to learn. And you all just need to sit down and listen to me. That's just, that's not productive. Nothing's going to get accomplished. Um, and we'll be having keyboard wars with people on the internet. So. so so let me ask you, and I'll ask our audience maybe just for some reflection to think about like why it's difficult to, to enter into this conversation with humility. Like what are your own kind of personal challenges about being humble when it comes to talking about race and racism and reconciliation? I think the fact is, is that we are all... We all have this pride that we have to lay down every single day. And pride can be a huge hindrance of being teachable and of being humble if we think we know it all. And also for me, I sometimes really struggle, um, especially around times like now with the recent death of a Tatiana Jefferson. And there's just so much going on in our world today that it can be hard for me to really want to engage in this bridge building work. And I don't feel like educating and I don't feel like leaning into these conversations with people because it's just not where I'm emotionally. And one of the best things that I've done for myself is really being able to learn and gauge where I'm at. So that way I know when to step up into a conversation and lean into education. And when I just need to lean back and process and I don't need to press into those spaces because I don't have to. And it's for my own mental health and self-care that I restrain myself from feeling the need um, to educate somebody else. Yeah. I'll just say that sometimes you are just feeling that's the way you feel. Like I'm not trying to educate you in this moment um, because I think, you know, when, when, incidents happen or occur, I think it's important to say part to me of humility is kind of knowing where you are in the journey um, and where you are at any given moment and doing those heart checks. Because there are sometimes like, you know, something will happen and someone will immediately text me or ask me like, what do you think about this? Girl, I'm not in the place to do that with you right now. (laughs) So let's revisit, you know, when I am in a place to like educate and have that conversation. And I think that's yeah, I think that's okay too. I think that's part of what you were saying about checking your heart, like where you are and like, 
you know, and not know and knowing that maybe at at any every given moment, you're not going to give your most Christian response and maybe choosing to say, you know, in this moment, I'm just going to take it to my prayer closet. Yeah. Or just, I can't talk about it. I have told people that like straight up, like, Hey, you are saying X, Y, and Z. And I do not want to have this conversation. I cannot. And I was really nice and respectful, but it was just like when, you know, sometimes people push you and push you and want a response. And I, in order to stay in a place of kindness and love said, I will not talk about this anymore. And I cannot. And, and I, I think, think sometimes you have to be like that. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I think you have to set your own boundaries. And I think that's an important thing about being a bridge builder and doing this over the long haul, right? Like not everyone is is able to do all like all the things that we're going to get into. And I think, again, know thyself. Um, but I also wanted to say something you said earlier that I thought about that was so important um, related to like knowing your boundaries and humility. One thing that God has really worked on my heart about is like, I am not everybody's teacher. There are some people that ask me questions that, baby, I'm going to have to send you to Google and some books and some other people just because I think you're not in a position to hear what I'm saying. And I have to be okay with that. Like part of being humble is recognizing that not every lesson is mine to teach. And so, again, going back to this idea of like judging of like what you said, like I cannot talk to you about that. And it's not because um, I don't think you're worthy or I don't like love you as a brother and sister in Christ. It just is like, I don't personally feel called in this moment to be your teacher. Yeah. And you, and I think, and that's the important part, right? Because there are some moments where it's great to educate. And then there's other times where you just really don't need to, you don't have to, if you don't want to. Um, Also, you know, you can pick my brain once that invoice is paid. (laughs) Talk about it. You need to pay me for my expertise. This expertise is not for free. That's all that I'm saying. Y'all got 10, 15 million questions. You need to pay black people. That's all I'm saying. And anybody else. Fannie Mae wants her money. That's all I'm saying. Like, help a sister. Somebody got to pay these student loans, okay? Somebody has got to pay them. So, yeah, that's a part of it, too. It's like, you know, gauging, when am I asking for a little bit more than a, hey, girl, help me understand this one little thing, to, uh, like, lay out a plan for reconciliation for me and my church. No. Yeah. Those are two different things. When am I asking a question, and when do I need a consulting session? Both of which we can both do for you for a price. So... (laughs) When you're ready to have like a conversation extensively and you want to, you know, pay for it, that's great. What's but the budget? <laughs> if you're just messaging us on Instagram or Twitter and DMing us trying to find solutions, uh uh-uh. uh, no. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, you know, know your worth. I just know your worth, know, know thyself. Know your worth, know yourself. So here's what we want you to do. When you dig into this chapter, think through how do I approach these situations and conversations? Like, what am I thinking about? How am I approaching it? Do I think I know it all? It doesn't matter like what your ethnicity is. Just think through how am I approaching this? And am I approaching these conversations with humility? And as you dive into the book, I'm sure you're going to see that, oh, like I might need to make some adjustments. So that is my token to you as you are looking and reading through chapter one. Let us know how you think. 
Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, Be the Bridge, Pursuing God's Heart for Racial Reconciliation by our friend Latasha Morrison, available now wherever books are sold. Get your copy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for rocking with us as we've been discussing Latasha Morrison's new book, Be the Bridge. We have some incredible news for you, though. Melanated Faith is not going anywhere. We are sticking around. And this podcast is a place where the truth is spoken, the tea is spilled, and pop culture is explored. Catherine, tell them a little bit more. That's right, guys. We're going to be talking about Jesus. We're going to be talking about Beyonce. That's right. I said Beyonce. I know there's some atheists out there. Hey, this might not be the podcast for you, boo. But we're also going to talk about purity culture and laid edges. Hey. 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 So we're super excited. Let's get into it. Melanated Faith launches January 2020.